adversity, bring it. The struggle, we welcome it. Snooze on life, never that. We are Dave Regina and Mike Perella, and this is the No Snooze Podcast. Come on. Welcome back to the No Snooze Podcast, episode 22. Bang. Double deuce. That's uh, right. We did it again. This we, time, it took us an hour and a half to get ready. At least. Their adversity, bring it. The struggle, we welcome it. Snooze on life, never that. My shirt was off because I was taunting Dave with my new and improved pod bod. Yeah. Um, Dave, Dave never sent us an outline today, so we might go off the rails. Dave, <laughs> where are we starting? All right, so I think the first, first thing is we'd have, to, we'd have to acknowledge how long it just took me to set this contraption up. It was no joke. We had a great business conversation, uh, so that took about an hour. But then the lighting in my house, for whatever reason, is, I don't know, the, the beams are kind of shining. It's, it's, it's making me look bald. It's turning my beard gray. So it took me a minute to get ready here. What kind of plant is that? That looks incredible in the background. Oh, that, that is, um, I, I don't know what kind of plant it is. Uh, the money tree? Yeah, I like it. I, I like that. Yeah. That, I got to get some greenery in my house. Yeah. So I figured today we can talk, and it's very, I, I guess it's just good timing because I could have really lost it just now. <laughs> just everything was just going against me. It was, it was crazy. I literally turned my house upside down. Uh, so I apologize to to my wife for that. She's actually downstairs. My dog is all anxious because I was running around like, oh, I gotta, I gotta set this up. I gotta set this up. And you guys heard the whole thing. So um, we're gonna talk a little mindset and self talk, breaking barriers, that whole impact on our lives today, right? Uh, but before we do, I would be remiss if I did not give you an opportunity to talk to us first about the incredible Podbot update. I'm on a run. The The tortoise is just chugging along. He's he's not in striking distance yet, right. but I, I'm just chugging along. Strongest I've ever felt. Most fired up I've been in a long time. It, maybe I, it's the breaking the barrier. We'll, I, think we'll I, saw, I think I saw a little even the core coming in too. So you're eating right. Your push-up game is on point. Um, you know, I, I'm not really competing with you in terms of the number of push-ups. But if we happen to look, um, I did 4,190 this week. Uh, I think Week's did, not over. I think you did 3,600 to date. Um, you're, claiming, you're claiming victory no, no, in no, the no. third this quarter. Is, no, no, this is not the end of the week by any means. But I'm just going off of the app like you did last time. I sold myself short because sure. I, sure. I added it up. Uh, so the app just says 4,190 to Dave Regina, and it says 3,600 to Mike Perel. Do you see me climbing the charts, though? I'm passing people left and right. See, no, so I'm, I, I swear to God, on my wife and my unborn child, I haven't even watched that. I haven't even looked at that one time. You better start looking. So now that you said hill, it, people I, are might, up. I, I might have to start looking. Uh, but are you going to ask me how I'm doing? I don't really care, but <laughs> I, I will share my technique, and I want, I want to get your thoughts on it. Okay. So, my fatal flaw when I did it the first time was I wasn't eating enough. I was trying to cut weight while also building muscle. Mm -hmm. And what I was doing was just making myself super sore right off the bat. 
and yeah. was just like super tired. So this time I upped the protein in, intake. I'm eating at, I chug a cup of egg whites at 5 a.m. I do a protein shake at 7. I eat eggs at 10 because I have the, if I'm home and not showing. Yeah. Uh, and then like two or three, I'll either do leftovers of like chicken or an afternoon snack like Quest cookie or chips and coffee. Nice. And I throw some collagen peptide in that. And then dinner, I do like a legit dinner of like salmon or whatever. Or if we eat out, I'll la allow myself to just like have a burger because I'm working and taxing the body so much now to get it to a level. And then when I think once we get to like maybe end of May, I'm going to start cutting the weight and try to bring out the muscles. So I'm trying to build, build, build a lot of protein, still eating well, but not uh -huh. crazy. And then just try to do like an extreme cut to get ready for this baby. Okay. I like the technique. Um, I think you're going to struggle a little bit without the carbs, but I always stay on a low carb diet myself. Um, especially when you're, you know, you're, you're trying to compete and create this nice physique that you have now. So it's definitely smart to keep it low carb. I, I would just change it to a low carb versus a no carb, if that makes any yeah. sense. Yeah. That's right. Um, yeah. But, but so thanks for asking about me. So like I yeah, said, Dave, how you doing? You know, the, I see the, you're wearing a, our sweatshirt to, you say to promote, but I think it's to cover up there. You're getting a little thick. I'm get listen, I'm just tight. This hoodie happens to be XL. Um, you know, but we just fill things out nowadays, you know? Uh, but so last week, well, I guess up, in, up until right now, it's 156 miles logged on the Pelly. The Pelly crew is in full effect. If you haven't noticed. Right? I'm not on the group text, so you got to give the updates, the well, Pelly update. No, 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 not the group text because there's a couple different ones. But I'm just saying, like, they, there's just people that are rallying behind this whole Pelly wave. And obviously, a lot of people have them in their house, so it's fun to compete with everybody. Uh, they tag us in the posts, and we just do hashtag Pelly crew. Uh, but, you know, so I hit my goal for the week. I am climbing the leaderboard. I am chasing um, Alex Toussaint, who happens to be, like, the lead instructor of Peloton. So he, Do you know him? Uh, we actually, you actually met him as well. He came to um, Dana and Mo's wedding uh, okay. when, when we went. Really nice guy, but he happens to be like one of the faces of Peloton. So, really? Yes. But this dude logged a 900 output in 45 minutes, which is absolutely absurd. It basically takes your cadence, which is the speed and the resistance, adds it together, and that's how you get your output. So my best ride so far has been like 812. Um, so he's been an instructor for three years and he's at 900. So I'm going to give myself sub six months. I'm catching him. So what's his, what's his uh, height and weight? I need like a description so I can figure out who you're chasing. So it's, it, the, it's ironic. It doesn't have anything to do with your height and weight. This cadence and this resistance. No, I know, but two you, numbers. For personal reference. What do you think know. he is? How tall? He, he's probably maybe 5'10", five, 5'11"-ish. Five, don't short him. He's I, don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know. He could be 5'9". To, to me, he's 3'5", anyway. It doesn't matter. Wow. Because I'm wow. coming. I'm climbing the leaderboard. Your brother is trying to chase me, too. Um, him, Philly cat. He's got little legs, man. The yeah, but he's little legs. He, he's <laughs> he's getting he's getting good, man. I'm getting a little nervous. I can't tell him that. Um, and and he's kind of built like a biker. He's because we're in like quarantine, I'm I'm pretty sure he's not listening to the podcast right now. Uh, wow. But but him and um, him and Phil, they're def definitely keep me on my toes. So every ride we do, uh, we kind of set the bar higher for one another. I'm sorry to keep interrupting, but Phil looks great. Mm -hmm. he, he looks does. good. He does. And what's funny is. I'll record it 
because we were just talking about it before. You got to see me lifting these three pound weights and dying. Oh, but dying though too. Like I'm riding this bike and I'm literally lifting weights. That's like this. And I'm we, fun fact. We used to do a workout class in high school. It was me and Phil and it was all like single moms in uh-huh. town. And then it was this guy, uh, I forget his name, Troy, I think it was. And he used to make uh, mixes. So one day me and Phil were like, Troy, let us make the mix and we'll bring it in. And I guarantee this place will go wild. <laughs> so every week, Phil and I would like put a mix together put it and in. it'd be like, um, it'd be like Dream. You remember those songs, Dream Had? Yes, yes. Like oh, ditch yes. that. And, and. Oh, yes. So yes, yes. We, we used to throw bangers on and that, that was the most electric workout class I've ever been a part of. Like it was the most fun, it and made, it was just it like the difference. they were all high fiving us, but we were dying because <laughs> it was like two pound weights, yeah. And the women were crushing it. Yeah, it's it's but. serious. It's a different way of training, but I don't think I'm uh, losing anything. I, I think I'm gaining. You know, I ride the bike at a really high resistance, so the you know the weight might might keep going up, Mike. But I'm I am here. I understand you're trying to catch something, but understand I no, live this lifestyle. I do this. I've done this. I'm about this life. I am going to be so, so proud when, A, I, I, I hit a certain mark, and we know what we're, we're talking about, and B, when I just pop in a Peli class, and you'd be like, is that Mike? And I'm just... And you're just, you're just going on it? Yeah. I'll wait, yeah. I'll, I'll wait for the day. But My parents have a Peli, so I could be hopping in. They do. That's true, but make you sure don't. you post when you plan on jumping in. Maybe I'll hop in. I will assure you that you cannot sustain the push-ups and do what I'm doing on the peloton. So it's not even a competition. I know what you're trying to do. You're trying to get me <laughs> off my game because I am Listen, on fire. I know, like I, like last episode, you told me I'm threatened. So I, I guess you are. I can yes, tell. I read absolutely. people. You know, I read people. Read I read me it. like a book. You see I'm me? Reading it like a book. Read me like there's a only book. one page on that page. <laughs> These are ten pages right here. Um, pages. All right, enough of us. Let's talk about the beautiful, heavily pregnant wives. We are, what, 34 and 33 weeks pregnant? They're just so pregnant. That's all I know. So pregnant. So pregnant. How's, how's Dana doing? It's, I forget that she's pregnant sometimes, and she like, stand up and be like, whoa. And I know I say it a lot, but even more so now, because yes. it's, it's, are you serious? You know, it's, you know, it's weird when, so, for example, I have a couple deals that I'm working on, mm-hmm. and the closing dates are in August. And uh, what's after August? November? September. September. <laughs> so, it's, it's late. Wake up at five. Definitely and clipping that on Instagram. So, knowing that those closing dates, in my head, I'm like, oh, my God, that is potentially after the baby's here. Right. I'll be a father if that when? deal closes at that time. Yeah, but how about you'll be Weird. a father in like six weeks, bro? So Yeah, but that reminds <laughs> me because it's a, it's a date that's past that. Right. That's on the schedule. Into it. And I'm putting it in. I'm like, when you pass that page where it's the due date, you know, July yep. 1st, I'm like, yep. you look at that, you're like, oh, I just passed the whole oh, my, my world never be the same. Well, have you had those thoughts? Oh, but Dana's yeah. doing great. I mean, sorry, Dana's doing great. Good. Um, no, that's and that's really what matters. But yes, I do have those those same thoughts. Um, I think about it every day, and I have you know I, I've geared everything towards that. You know, things that I do every day, I kind of start thinking like, wow, how am I gonna do this? And I we we set up the the stroller, the car seats, 
Um, and I don't know what uh, one other thing that we set up. Um, stroller, car seats. Oh, and the bassinet. So we're setting that all up. And my sister-in-law was great. Mother-in-law came over to kind of did that. But then I'm bringing it upstairs. We bring it into the car. And the way I was carrying it, the baby would have fell out four times. Right? So, so just like football. Like, yeah, literally, I had it up here. Like, there's a, clearly a handle for it. Who would be the only person that would carry a I mean, basket like that? I was carrying the, the car seat like this, and then I was trying to clip it in. But the way I was jerking it around, clearly can't do that when, um, you know, baby girl comes. So, I know you, I call you the ne Neanderthal, but that's pretty Neanderthal right there. <laughs> that, that carrying is. a basket like this. <laughs> uh, but yes, I, I agree. They're, they're both doing well. So that's the, um, the Prego update. Now the heavily favored no snooze recommendations. What do you got for us this week? You go first this week. I got to think about it for a sec. Okay. So I've spoke about it before. And again, I try to use things that I, I try to talk about things that I'm utilizing on a daily basis, but I have, um, it, it's made by silk, but it's almond and cashew milk plus 10 grams of protein. Usually almond milk doesn't really have protein in it. So they, they created this, um, you know, new, new mix and it is absolutely phenomenal. You can catch it on sale at, at ShopRite. Um, but I, I drink two cups a day, so it's an extra 20 grams of protein, only 150 cows, so it's good. How much protein you take in a day? A day, I try to get anywhere. Now I'm probably, you know, down to like 150 to 200 grams. Um, but when okay. I'm really on my, on my stuff, I make sure that I am, you know, one, one, um, one gram per pound of body weight. So that would put me, okay. you know, above 200 to 230 around there. All right. I think I'm getting a good amount in like, cause my morning shakes like 50, my eggs or my egg, my eggs are 30. Yeah. You're definitely, yeah, you're I'm definitely probably getting a good amount. Yeah. You're definitely solid. But now, um, you know, it, it, it depends. There's a lot of studies out there that say like, you know, your body really can't absorb over 30 at a time, over 50 at a time, but sometimes we, that's take, what self talks for though. Yeah. No, it, it, absorb it, it, absorb it's, it. it's not a bad thing. And obviously you're going to, um, you know, urinate a lot of it out, but, um, you know, you, you're definitely on the right track in terms of you consuming that amount of protein because it, it does make all the difference for sure. People don't realize. And if, if you, you know, aren't into to fitness like that, protein actually helps to recover the muscles. So when you work out, especially doing like push-ups and weights and stuff like that, like your muscles are constantly tearing. They're actually tear inside you. So the protein helps that recovery process. Whereas the difference between protein and the carbohydrates, carbohydrates really give you the fuel, right? So, so that's, that's where your rubbing, source comes from. So like mixing it with water and then rubbing it on my muscles was the right way to use it, right? A hundred percent. And then and then taking it and throwing it in the throwing air. Throwing it everywhere. Doing the LeBron. So Go ahead. on the, on the uh, point of carbs, Mm -hmm. My guy over at Duxbury Made, it's Connor. <laughs> it's upside down too. Yeah, they, oh yeah, yeah there you go. So kind of sick branding. I don't it know if awesome. it's mirrored here, but Duxbury Made he made a no snooze pizza paddle, yeah. which is incredible. And go check out his Instagram page and TikTok. He's got very mesmerizing stuff. His page is incredible, um, man. Yeah, he gets like 4.4 4 million views. Wow, 4.4 4 million. 
We got his Mil- post of this got fifty thousand. I didn't even have any. Wait, 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 Mike. You million. He gets yeah, go, four go million views. Yeah. So we made it. So that's it. No, we made. Yeah, we made it. So wow. he makes the sick stuff. You can send him anything. I think he makes skateboards now. That he is makes awesome. everything. It and, looks and he, incredible. He can, he can, and Connor, correct me if I'm wrong. His name's Connor. He can make anything out of wood. You need a weight set, he'll make it out of wood. He'll make it out of wood. Wow. That is awesome. It's, it, now, again, it's backwards. It's upside, it's upside down. So there you this go. is the pizza paddle, and there's going to be some content coming out where uh, uh, maybe some homemade pizza soon. So I thought you were going to say there's going to be some contact. Like, we're going to start a spank bank with that thing. No, I, think, I bet you if I played golf with this, I would still shoot as poorly as I did last week. I don't know, man. I think oh, isn't, that thing, isn't that isn't that the thing that the fraternities use too? To, to no, stop? that's that's the long skinny one. This is actually for a perfect size pie, about eight is, to wow. ten inches. Wow, wow, your head is ginormous, dude. If that if that's for a size of a, a pizza, pizza, and your head is literally the size of a pizza pie, this, this I have is, a big head. This is we, ridiculous. We're, we're like the odd couple. Look at the side angle of it. <laughs> and then that's I like have, a flat pie. You have this massive dome, and I have this little bean head. That's uh, why it makes my body look small. Else I'd look bigger than you. Yeah, and that's why I the, a, it's, I, yeah, it's just it's all an illusion, right? You just self-talk yourself, right, Mike? But, yes, Duxbury made. Love his stuff. That's my guy. Go check him out. Go order some stuff. He makes cheese boards and stuff, too. I'm going to start using him probably for closing gifts. Because people love a good uh, charcuterie. Oh, that's true. And I, I actually... Can you spell charcuterie? A, yes. C-H-A-R-C-U-T-E-R-I-E. I have no idea. So someone check that. <laughs> it sounds right. C-H-A-R-C-U-T-I-E. I don't know. I might have got it wrong. I, right, if, well, I, if I wrote it down, I would have been able to do it, but I don't know. Um, so that, that's good stuff. Definitely check them out. Thank you, Connor. I know it's for us, apparently, but I already know <laughs> that the, the it came to Daddy's house. The, it, it came home to uh, to Mr. Pirelli. So we'll just have to wait our turn, Claudio. Listen, I have a dog named Pizza. I earned it. But that's no, true. we could share it. It's like a trophy, you know. And someone wins a trophy, and they pass it around. Yeah, I, I guess. Whatever. All right, you ready? To, you ready? <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. You ready? You ready to rock this happy now? I thought we were already rocking. Yeah. All right, Claudio just posted. It's yes. uh, it went it left. I, I right, definitely right. spelt it wrong. Charcuterie has he said two T's in it. I guess I wouldn't. I wouldn't. That's gonna that. be a great clip when we're yeah. putting the Claudio. You got to clip that and then put the spelling. And just <laughs> and it, it's so wrong. Get a spelling of me. Get a spelling. Uh, a clip of me saying what a good speller I am because I always brag about it. And it's just ding, I'm not ding. English. It's English is not our strong suit or spelling no, stuff. Or math. Or math. Right. I'm good at math. Yeah, I can do math. Yeah. I, I sold one house, two house, three house. Four. <laughs> four plus four is eight. That a boy. the one. Oh, he said one T. You were right. Thank you. Oh, Stop nice. doubting. No snooze spelling. All right. Charcuterie Dave. That's right. I like that. Um, all right, man. So as I, you know, I, I sat outside today for a little bit, and, and as I, like, kind of go through the outline, think about the epis, I, I tried to figure out – I really want to simplify things. I don't like to make it, you know, difficult. I know sometimes I do that. But if we're going to talk about, like, self-talk and, you know, uh, I guess the power of positivity, the power of negative self-talk, kind of breaking barriers and stuff like that, the first thing that came to my mind – 
was my dad and how he literally instilled this in me from an early age. And it wasn't even trying to teach me. It was just him doing it. And I remember thinking to myself, like, dude, your life is tough right now. I'm not going to talk about all the, you know, the, the challenges and the adversity that we've been through. That's for another time. But no matter the situation, he would always resort to positivity, right? And it wasn't now a, um, I, I guess, like a fugazi thing, something that's fake <laughs> that, that um, he was just saying to say. Like he would say something and then he would like take the action to go ahead and now flip it forward, right? So another funny story. Today, as I'm outside, I told my wife, like, you know, I've been doing this for a long time. She's like, well, what, what's something you can remember that you've done this? So I call my brother up and I'm like, Matt, do you remember when I would just sit outside and shoot free throws? And do you remember when I was coaching you in basketball and I would always say to you, you know, one specific thing? And he's like, no, I don't, I don't really recall, right? So he had no idea. So I said, Matt, That drives me nuts. Oh, dude, it was terrible. And then my wife is like, yes, winning. So I call, you know who I called? I called uh, Jimmy Gemma. Yeah. Right? And I said, Jim, I'm going to ask you this question and I want you to finish it for me. So I used to have this routine where every time I stepped to the free throw line, my routine was very simple. It was one, two, three dribbles in front of my right knee. And as I would do that, I would dribble the ball one and say I. The second time would be M. And the third time would be great. I am great. You said it out I, loud? Every single time. No, I said it in my head. But I oh, remember, so Jimmy was- I just had this vision of I am great. <laughs> right. But so now Jimmy- he remembered it right away. And he said, yo, I still do that to this day. Jimmy was doing that in fifth grade, turned out to be a very successful high school basketball player and college athlete. But sure enough, my own brother didn't remember, uh, you know, remember it. Jimmy Gemma, shout out to you, brother, because he saved me and he remembered it right away. It's funny what sticks with people. Mm -hmm. That's a good one. Yeah. I don't know if I have anything that I've done like, forever. I, I, I don't know. But so I and he was literally in fifth grade. The dude is he graduated college already now. Um, so it was little things like that, that that's a very specific example that I remember utilizing it and it really changes the whole trajectory of it. But also I was not a great free throw shooter the first uh, part of my career in high school, but then I not only started saying that, but I started following that with my behavior of now staying after practice, saying that positive thing and now shooting extra free throws to get really good. In athletics, I feel like it's easy because um, you know, we're so competitive as, as athletes and it's something that you always do, but people can see right through it when it's fake, you know? And then if you tell yourself you're going to miss a free throw, you know, you're going to miss that free throw. Yeah. Right. So I, I don't know if there's something that you can think of, cause that was step one for me. I had to sit back and say like, whoa, what, what, what's something that I can really think about yeah. in terms of the self-talk? This is, <laughs> this is kind of relevant, but I always tell myself I don't get hung over. So. Oh, you do do that. I know. Yeah. I know you. And do I don't. That. I don't. I, I know that you do. Very that. Very rarely, true. in extreme scenarios, I will. But I tell myself that, and then I also say I, I don't need sleep. I say that all the time. Yeah. And uh, which works to an extent. Yep. Um, the funny negative one that I didn't used to say, but it used to follow me was I was a slower runner when I got older. Bad knees, just a mess of an athlete, and. Uh, <laughs> I had a coach, and he used to say, Pirelli, get the piano off your back. 
So <laughs> whenever I'm like, like the eating competition, when I was slowing down, yeah. Phil and Matt were texting, get the piano off your back. So it's funny how certain things stick with you, but it does motivate you. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. Now it's the, uh, it's, it's the, uh, too strong. Just saying that over and over. Mm-hmm. Because that uh, there's an arm wrestling show. You're, that but I you're love. now putting the work in too, bro. You know, you're not just saying that. You're also putting the work in on a daily basis. And yeah. the, where we're going to go in this conversation is going to prove the point of taking the action and the behaviors to yeah. then stack that confidence on top of the positive self-talk. Because you can't just go out here and just say like, oh, yeah, I'm going to be a billionaire tomorrow and then just sit on the couch. It doesn't work like yeah. that. Well, the, the other thing too, is like, I've been there before. Like I've been uh, religiously working out. I've just haven't sustained it. So I know what I can do. It's I just getting over that. the hump. You can, know? I, can I, can I jump in on that? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> sure. Jump in. There's yeah. no rules here. What are right. you going to raise your hand? What are you gonna, yes, is it going to turn to the debate again? No, no, it's not a debate, but this is part of, it's part of the, okay. So first do you want to hear anything that I do in the morning? Cause I do this every day too. Yeah. I start, let me right? give so it to me. I, I guess we'll start there and then I'll, I'll, I'll elaborate more into the conversation as it goes on. But we had spoke, I think it's the first or second episode in terms of the habits. Like every day that I wake up, very grateful. It's a, it's a gratitude prayer, quick thing, nothing crazy religious. Uh, but I always look myself in the mirror as soon as I step into the bathroom after I'm you know, grateful for, for a new day, grateful for my wife and this opportunity to, to step out again. Uh, but I look myself in the mirror and I say that today's going to be just a great day. Thank you. Right. And what that does is no matter what happened the day before, that's immediately the first thing I do to start my day. So every single day that I wake up and I continue to do that now, day after day, after month, after month, year after year, it becomes something that's just so self-conscious. And again, all it does is add to my, um, I guess my, my confidence bank or whatever. But if you want to stay where you're at in life, like that's, that's okay. Not knocking you, but if you want to be average, right, continue to do average things. But at some point, if you want to take the next level and level up and step outside of the box, you have to begin to do different things. So that's what I'm all about. And right now, I think I'm on the path anywhere between mediocre to great, I would like to say, right? I would like to say that I'm on the path to to being a great individual. Go ahead. Apparently, you are great. You tell yourself every day. Oh, every day. Well, I am great. I mean, you know what I'm saying? But um. In terms of what you were just saying about how you can't sustain it, this is a problem for everybody in life, I think, as human beings. Why is it that like 90% of us, we set these really great goals on, on uh, January 1st for New Year's, and then we're, you know, we're done with those goals by February 1st? I believe that what you truly feel about yourself is your identity, and you will always revert back to what you truly believe you are worth, if that makes sense. So I get what you're saying. I, so for me, I think the problem has been, I set a goal and then I get there and I get the, the, the weight or the six pack or whatever visually I want. And then I just fall off because I'm like, I got there. I don't make it a lifestyle. Like you talk about, it's just a certain goal because I'm very, I found out that I'm very, I, I enjoy real estate because there's a, there's an end mark where you achieve something within all the other stuff, where you're sold the home, mm-hmm. you got the deal done. 
Sometimes it takes three months, sometimes it takes two years, but there's a definitive time. Yep. And I think I really like that. So with this process, my, my goal has to be so far out there so that while I'm getting to it, I feel like I have to um, solidify all these things as habits and a lifestyle on the way to the huge goal. That make any sense? Definitely so like does. my goals I've done the past I've obtained and then fell off because I got to it and then there wasn't another goal to get to. Does that make right. sense? Yep. Um, no, and, and it all plays, I, I guess, plays into one another. But it makes sense about how you chase real estate because it's your personality, right? You, you get to work so hard for this deal. Boom, now it's done. Now it's like starting over. You do it again. Boom, now it's done. And you continue that. So I can see just, you know, off of how you think as an entrepreneur um, and, and everything you bring to that table, that, that makes a lot of sense. Um, but, but also negative self-talk is like super powerful right yeah. it, it, it is and this is not just something that is um i guess you know people just say it this is scientific right mm -hmm. go ahead what, what were you gonna say no i was gonna jump in because i didn't want to get off the topic of good self-talk because i want to shout out braun because in their book we've talked about it but he says bronze were created different right or we are we are, whatever the term is yep. and i really like that and i think i'm gonna yeah. steal it for when we have the daughter yeah. Um, so that's a good one. Uh, the anything worth doing is worth overdoing. I say out loud all the time mm -hmm. and Dana repeats it back to me. So I'm starting to brainwash her. That's right. Um, it's, it's almost a real, you know, brainwash, but now it's not yeah. just saying it, you got to go do it. You got to go attack it. You got to get yeah, after yeah. it. But daily. saying it's part of yeah, it, yeah. like oh, just yeah. saying it out loud it's and then you start to believe it type of thing. Did you, um, so I was listening to this great podcast and they were just telling the story about the 86 World Series. I think it was, it might have been Boston and maybe Mets. I forget who. But anyway, this guy at first base booted the, yeah, the legendary, right, the legendary yeah. ground ball right through his legs. Do you know that he went on record before the game and said, you know, this is going to be the absolute, he said two things can happen. This will be the best feeling in the world or a ground ball will go right between my legs and I will, I will lose the World Series for us. Like when you, speak that, right, when you speak that into existence, I'm not gonna preach to you on the science behind it. Go look at it yourself. But they say it's anywhere between 40 to 70% when you think it, and then 10X, which is something we've spoke about, right? On Tom Bilyeu's podcast, he talks about that too. It's 10 times more likely to happen as soon as you verbalize that out into the open. Again, mm -hmm. not scientists here. I take that information in. I don't want any part of that. And I'll tell you this right now. Positivity, like, can't work with a negative mind. It just can't. Like, the two, the two can't. You can have times that you're, you know, you're down in the dumps and you're feeling it. I look at what I just went through, literally setting this up, right? But it's how you bounce back and, you know, you, you, yeah. you circle back, come back to the center. What do you, yeah, I think the, the self-talk is a lot of times for me, the self-talk is little mottos that I've incorporated and I don't even realize I'm doing it mm -hmm. until I start consciously thinking about it. So like the can't, the term can't, I really don't use it. I say, I, I try to convert to how can I? And it's something I started doing now and it's a habit where someone will say, oh, we can't sell this condo or we can't, we can't do, um, I can't uh, wake Petey up with me. Like, why can't we do that? How can we wake him up and let him walk? So like get a runner. 
So it mm-hmm. forces you to think creatively. So it opens your mind up more. So I've done a lot of stuff that kind of opens your mind up. Of you know, course. how can I comp, how can I continue to do no snooze once we have kids? Right. All right. Well, I can make a home office in the basement. So I have easy access to everything and I'm able to maintain a higher output. How can I, uh, scale? So the, how can I constantly asking yourself, how can I, and just questions have been helpful. Here's so like the self-talk here, of questions. Here's a fun fact for you. And, and you'll like this too. Uh, again, you know, this is, this is just common knowledge, uh, that's out there. I didn't, this isn't my, my claim or anything like this. Go, go look at the science behind this. Your brain is obviously works like, it works like a muscle. It's one of the strongest, um, you know, components of our bodies, if not the strongest by far, your brain cannot interpret the difference between when we say something negative about somebody else versus us saying it in our head. It interprets it the same. So us going out and talking bad about people, our brain actually takes that and it stores it in the negative cloud, whichever part of the brain that is, and it utilizes that. That's amazing to me and I'm very mindful of that now too. And then also your brain is, is uh, the, the retention in your brain, it, it's absurd. So little things like I am depressed becomes now, it, it moves from self-conscious to a conscious state. Right. So if you're feeling depressed, it's one thing. Once you put it out there, now you are depressed. So instead of saying I am depressed, I am upset. Something so easy as just saying I feel your brain interprets I feel as a temporary state versus I am being, you know, a permanent state. It, it, that's, it's really amazing stuff. Um, you know, and you can get into the crazy elaborate science behind it. Look at me. I'm getting excited over here using my hands like, like crazy. Yeah. But the, the, the two for one whammy is when you self-talk yep. or speak positively, positively about yourself or in a positive light as if it's happening mm-hmm. and other people hear it. And then it's a self-fulfilling prophecy because you put it out and you explain that you're going to do something and yep. then the right people are attracted to go do it. So it's very, it's logical. Yep. You know, I, something I've been really putting on the universe is that I'm going to focus on condos you know, commercial as well. I talked about the commercial stuff. I'm still doing that, but trying to figure out how I can scale and kind of speed up the process of doing more deals. My thought, you, you have enough volume in condos uh, that you're able to do it because you're selling basically the, the community. Yep. Like it's a mini Greenwich within Greenwich right. and you can scale that quicker because you have proof and there's hard numbers. So saying I am going to be the condo king or just like joking around with Dana mm-hmm. I start to believe it even when it's around the house well that's like, proving, I'm the condo that's, kid. that's proving I'm the that point kid. right there that's literally proving that point that I just said that because it works yeah, exactly. against you in the, in the negative and we were killing Frank earlier but he used to say and I don't know where, where he got it and I'm sure I've mentioned it before he always says if you don't sweat yourself no one else will that's which right. is a very funny thing and it but it's the truth it made sense though it's the i truth. think about it all the time it is it is 100% true um, so you you bring up a good point in business right and i always like to relate um, you know what we talk about to to those three pillars you know like our um, business the um, family and the relationship piece but also the the fitness journey right so what i do in, and I want to give you some like tangibles, but in business, self-talk definitely works, but it is, high, it is heightened on top of preparation, 
right? Oh, so yeah. preparation for me is definitely the biggest thing when it comes to business. But then I told you, like, I get nervous when I walk into a room of people that I don't really know. Uh, but, and I also get nervous when I have I to love go. That. When I, I know, you, you said that, that, that before okay. because you, you didn't think that it was, that it was me because I, I hope that I don't show that uh, because I truly believe that I'm going to walk into a room, I'm going to command respect um, just off of me walking in there and greeting everybody, being very friendly. But I literally tell myself, whether it's with you know, my team that I work with on a daily basis or I have to go propose something in front of you know, some, some higher up, um, I tell myself that I'm going to kill this meeting. I'm going to crush it. I know that I'm going to, why are you laughing? I didn't say I'm going to kill no, the person. No, the term kill. I didn't say you, I'm going to kill the person. Your language is so <laughs> funny. Like it's I, so I visceral. Right. It, it is. But it, it works. Like it, it works for me. It's so good. I know. Yeah, it's your language. Yeah. And, and it builds this like confidence meter in me. And again, is this always going to be the most successful meeting in the world? No. How do you think I felt when they told me that, you know what, you're raising it going through? Like that's, that's a fall, like we always talk about. But my confidence meter is, is always up here because of the preparation and the positive self-talk. Now, when you knock me down, it might come down a little bit for a second, but better believe that I'm coming back at you full force. So when I was thinking yeah. about it, that's something in, in business um, that I could definitely relate it to. Yeah, per, personal-wise too, you are, if you're giving yourself good self-talk, then you have the confidence to give other people self-talk. So like Dana, every once in a while, is like, do you think I'm gonna be a good mother? And I keep saying, you're going to be a great mother. We know this. You mm -hmm. know this. Because you're confident in your abilities to, obviously, we trust our wives and we have faith in them. But it's important to have no hesitation and say that to someone. Right. Business partners, family, whatever it is, just to be, you know, to give that type of boost because you know how important it is. And not to hesitate is, yeah. is a good habit. Um, that, that, which, that's a great point. I'm getting more conscious now because I'm realizing that your kids hear everything you say. Everything. So every time I say something dumb, or I'm like, ah, that wasn't good. Or I'm like, I snap. Not, I've been really good about snapping. See, I keep telling myself that I have. Um, there's some certain scenarios where I would have snapped in the past and I just let it roll off my shoulder. Yep. And if you are close to the family, you know what I'm talking about. But isn't it nice to see the progression and even acknowledging like, wow, the old Mike Pirelli would snap here. And you know what? I'm just, I'm, I'm progressing as an individual yeah. like that. That's what it's about. And I feel, yeah. I feel the same way for sure. Yeah. And a lot of, I, I have a lot of things I tell myself constantly just cause my, I'm all the time everywhere. So one of the other things I've been saying all the time is like, I'm too busy to worry about that as mm. far as other like stuff that doesn't matter yep. that would just take energy away, which is very difficult to do because all of us, I mean, including me get distracted by stupid stuff like competition within the market like i keep telling myself don't worry about that just do your thing you're too busy you have too yep. much stuff going on just focus on you which is one of the hardest things to do because as competitive athletes i'm going to throw my hand in the ring on that <laughs> even though i wasn't the caliber uh but i am competitive i enjoy athletic competition so you're so you're so tuned to be that type of person that in any anything you get even with dana for board games Mm -hmm. I'm terrible. I'm so competitive. Growing up with Frank and talking constantly at each other, it's so hard to turn that off. Yeah. And it's not a bad thing. Everyone should have a little darkness with the competition, but it drains a lot of energy when you're focusing on, you know, other people and things mm -hmm. that are going on and feedback. I know for us, we're going to start getting more and more feedback 
And the more we put ourselves out, the more feedback we're going to get. Right. So you just constantly have to tell yourself, I'm doing what I should be doing. Just stay the course because people try to knock you off it. Oh, of course. Of course. Um, and, and I'll give you, you know, now going to the to relationship piece, you just spoke about, um, you know, uh, your wife and how good of a mom she's going to be and constantly always, you know, reminding her of that. Um, my self-talk when it comes to the relationship is the gratitude, right? And it works for me. So in business, it's the preparation followed by the self-talk. Now in my relationship, I use the gratitude. And I think we've, we've, um, you know, I mentioned this, like you, you, I look at her belly, like I had said, but what happens when you're in that blown up fight? Like what happens, right? It, it's, it's terrible. Like you, you literally want to explode. But now what I do, I'm not going to lie to you, I, I'm upset and I am, I am negative in that moment. But as soon as I step away, because the first thing I always do now is, is I have to separate myself, right? And I've told you my techniques on that. Um, but when I do separate myself and I come back to center, the first thing that I do is I acknowledge the negativity. Like I acknowledge that it was there because I can't just be like, ah, yeah, it didn't exist. No, it existed. And I probably made a mistake. She made a mistake maybe. Um, but then after that, it's like, okay, now turn it to a positive self-talk and be grateful for the opportunity to even have the wife that you have right now. Like you, you really need to do that because God forbid, and I put myself in tough scenarios all the time, and I, we'll get to this when, it, when we talk about the fitness piece. God forbid something were to happen to my wife though. Like I need to think like that all the time to be able to snap out of it in a quick moment. I know a lot of people probably won't agree with that, but like that, that really works for me. Yeah. It's how, I mean, it's uh, the mental, to be able to control your mental state is like the biggest thing you need to be able to do emotion wise in everything. If you can control that, you, you're in good shape. It's very difficult, especially yeah. hot-blooded Italians like ourselves. Oh, and to echo that, controlling, Irish. controlling is one thing. But then also, I like to think about it when it is negative, I just have to minimize it, right? Like it's going to happen. So you, you know it's going to happen. Like me, I'm just, I'm, I'm a hot-headed guy, you know? So I know that I'm going to be upset. Literally, look at like social media posts yesterday, right? I spent a ton of time the past couple of days trying to create like new content and trying to be really innovative. And it was, it sucked, like I, I literally thought that I was, you know, I was putting this great thing out there and it was a really good clip. I thought they were good clips and I thought we were going to get, you know, seven, eight, a thousand views on it. Million. Right. Seven, eight hundred and then a thousand views is what I was saying. But sure enough, back to back 400 clippies, like terrible performance. Um, and I was, I was pissed. I'm like, damn, like I just spent my whole day, you know, trying to create this and you know what? It sucks. So I sat there for a minute. I then... Once I got over it, I, like I talk about, I took an action. So I went back in and I said to myself, okay, take your mind off of this real quick. So the action that I took was geared towards gratitude, took out the book that I'm reading about becoming a father, read 10 pages of it because it took my mind away from the negative, then was able to put that book down, go back to my wife and say, you know what? I got better today though. I, I learned how to put some new emojis into a clip I think it was still a really good clip that's going to remain on the page and people can see it at a later date. Uh, but I still feel that I got better even though I took that L. You know, yeah. so it, it's talking yourself through those types of things 
that typically we don't pay any mind to until you're mindful of it. Yeah. If that, good. If, right? If that, yeah, if that you, makes sense. Yeah, it's just getting tricks and figuring out yourself to combat the negative. So For me, it's action. I like gear left. I have to go yeah, do yeah. something. Well, action and then the gratitude piece that you talk about. Now I find myself thinking, I think my mom says it. She says like, says something to the extent of like, if it's just money or if it's just an item and everyone's healthy, who cares? It's right. She says, bleep this out, but it just happens all the time. So I've kind of adopted that with mm -hmm. the house because in the beginning things would break and I'd get real stressed out or face with would leak or, you know, something I would screw some, put a hole in the wall. And then at one point I'm like, you know what? It's, it's not important. It's not worth getting frustrated or who cares? You know, which you can be laissez-faire about certain things like that. And then it frees up the energy to put time into things that actually matter. You of know, of course. And your perspective, like we always say, your perspective drives performance every day of the week. It doesn't matter what it is. Your perspective will, you know, directly correlate to your performance. I'll get to the to the good piece that you and CV love um, in terms of my fitness. Right. For whatever reason, this has been like my whole life. Self-talk in fitness works really well for me in savage situations. So like I say really, you know, I guess brain hacking, mind hacking, brain effing things that literally gun to my head or even better gun to somebody I love's head that gun is going to go off. It sounds funny, but that gun's going to go off. I laugh because if, that, it's if I don't get that, that job context. done. But let me ask you this, Mike, why as yeah, human it beings, makes sense. let me ask you, right? Why as human beings, if somebody takes a gun to somebody that you love, you are going to do whatever it takes to try to help that person, no matter what, right? Or do whatever the task is at hand. So why can't we put 100% into our business? Why can't we put 100% into our fitness journey? Why can't we put 100% into our relationships at work, with our wives, with husbands, whatever it is? Why can't we do it? Because if that gun was out, you would do that. I do that in fitness, um, and it translates to other parts of my life, as you know as well, even when I'm getting places. Um, as long as you can keep it, you know, um, I guess realistic to know that it's still not real, but really use it as fuel um, you know, towards your flame, it, it just happens to work well for me. And I, I don't know where I got it. Um, and then what about the, like, what about this? How is it that when you see on the news, there's, there's a couple of these a year, right? It's like pedestrians moved vehicle off of body. Like how did people take the car? Like if somebody gets hit by a car, have you ever seen that? And they're yeah, stuck under yeah. the vehicle. Like a mom or something. Yeah. yeah like how do they do that? Please. I'm curious. I want to know, and I want to become somebody who can pull that out of myself at any so given maybe, point. Let me, maybe we got to hit you with a car and then put you under it so you can try to get out. But you get, you, you yeah, yeah, sounds yeah. funny, but you yeah, get the adrenaline, point, yeah. I guess, but is it, you want to be a superhero. Your yeah. physical state doesn't change is my point. The mind is yeah, so strong. Look what the mind yeah. is able to do in that moment. That's what I constantly try to do. And it, it is a little, you know, savage in the mentality, whatever, you know, and people make fun of me for it all the time. Um, but I don't know. It, it, it just works for me. And I, sorry, there's, there's my preaching. I had to start. No. Water. Yeah. I like that. I've been holding it in cause I've had to go to the bathroom since we started, but I drank this whole thing of lemonade. Uh, 
most hydrated coming for you. Nah. The so the 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 cell I I I like doubt. I like when people say you can't do something. That's what gets me going. So like with the fitness thing, I changed my phone to my face. I know I've said it a couple times. Uh, I have you as my face too. I mean, as uh, I have your face on my phone too. You know that, right? Yeah, I'm a I'm a good looking guy. So I just put that up because it was oh my, uh, my God. biggest. Yeah. I'm Wait, cute, is right? that the same picture? Look, look at this one. Yeah. Oh no, you I sent have, it to me. I have that one. That's not even a bad one. No, it's I was not. out with you. It's, yeah, you were that, twinkies. that was. But that's just I just use that as fuel too. So that was your fault. No, I like doubt. I like I'm like a ten year old kid. When someone says, "Oh, you can't do anything," I put it into another gear. I just like proving people wrong. Not that I've had a tough scenario where I we we talked about last time. If someone might say something, and I'll take it internally the wrong way, but yeah. not like that. I hate them just to motivate me. Right. And it, yeah. it, it's, I love the fact that we bring that out of each other too. You know, yeah. in, in the moment, it might be like, oh, dude, he's being, you know, whatever. It's, it's just Mike or it's just Claudio. But it's just water. It's just water, Mike. It's I just still water. Don't get that. I, I'm sure you don't. I'm not even going to elaborate on it. I hope you're joking by this don't, point. Don't go back to it. I <laughs> no, can't I, I, I can't. Um, but no, it, it's, it's figuring out, I guess, whatever works. Um, but the, the self-talk thing really is something that I think anybody and any barrier in life, like if you apply that self-talk to a small action, that is step one. You know, setting in the crazy goals and even setting smart goals is great, but you have control of your mindset. So there's really no reason for you to be, you know, if, if it is your, your new startup company or whatever, and you want to go do something, but you have these negative thoughts, tell yourself the opposite of that, but now combat it with, I'm sorry, stack it on top of taking an action to go find a new lead. Just go send one new email. You know, and when you start to do that on a consistent basis and you start doing it like clockwork and you have a plan in play, you'll be good 99% of the time. And then that 1%, whatever it is, you know what? It centers you and then you just keep circling back. It's, a, it's for me, it's the confidence um, meter, right? It fluctuates, but it's always it's always above water. Yeah, and if you can keep it short, your self talk it helps. At least for yeah. me, yeah. I like short stuff. So like speed kills is one of my new one too. Speed for, kills. Speed kills for work. Yeah, because oh, it's uh, gonna, yeah. Wh where no. else? No, I was just gonna say that works for somebody who does push ups at an alarmingly slow rate trying to catch somebody else. I'm the tortoise, so I'm I'm a I'm a I enigma. Did. I'm an enigma wrapped in an enigma the, with a riddle. The tortie. Tortoise. Someone wrote the tortoise. Someone wrote it like famous. And I was like, come on, I'm the tortoise. <laughs> but um, speed kills is something I constantly say to myself now uh, in business, in basically in everything, just being first to the punch. Mm -hmm. uh, day one or one day is one, two, when I'm starting something new, yep. which I don't do that often the new stuff, the new big stuff. So it's, I don't know. The barriers is a whole nother. Yeah. I, I, I think we can, I think we can uh, do a whole episode on, you know, barriers and how you really do it. But, you know, I, I just gave you a little step one into it. Um, you yeah. know, it's, it's a simple, simple talk, but it's followed by a very simple action. And nobody can say that they can't do that. You just don't want to do it. 
you are seeking some sort of motivation that's going to float out of thin air. That's not going to happen. So you, until you identify it within yourself, like you can't consider yourself a really high level business person and a high level fitness person when your habits and everything else in your life don't align. Like to me, ultimate greatness is sustaining that high level of good habitry. Is that a word? Habitry? Habitry? Probably not. I don't habitual. know. Probably not. Yeah, right. Uh, a good, good habitry. Habits. Right. Good, good habits across the board. Like I love people who are, you know, self-made millionaires. Awesome. But you don't take care of the thing that will allow you to sustain that wealth over a longer period of time in your own body. That doesn't make sense yeah. to me. It just well, people do do that. Like people are very in their fitness world. They're top of the top and then oh, the yeah. habits just don't translate. So I, I think it's an application of energy and figuring out how to squeeze right. everything in because we're limited by time and energy. Mm-hmm. So if you're not doing it efficiently, effective or conveniently, that's right. My guy, I keep referencing that. That's my guy. Because it, but it makes sense. It may, it makes sense. But that's what I'm thinking. I think if you're not recalibrating and trying to squeeze more in, it's not uncommon for one of them to dominate and everything fall to the wayside, which mm-hmm. is what we're trying to fight and not an easy task. Hot take. No, and it, it works, man. And it, uh, clearly what we're, we're not just, we're, we're living by the, the stuff that we're saying. Again, nowhere near where we're going, but we get to document this whole journey. And as we figure it out and we utilize stuff that's worked along the way, and then we adjust things as we continue to move forward, that's to me what it's all about. Yeah. And I think we're learning more and more about ourselves and what motivates us. And I, I, the more I think about it, the more I get motivation out of doing like the smirk at the end where it's, I don't have to say anything, but you know what I'm thinking. That's my favorite moment. So what do you, what do you think I do when I wink into the camera? Like, what do you you think those, I can't tell my goal. That's my goal, but what do you, what do you mean? Like, I, I do something very similar. Oh, it's your like smirk type of thing? Every, every morning. Like, and it's, it's I'm more saying, than just okay. a, Daily. but it's, it, it's more than just a, like a, hey, I'm looking at you with a, with a little yeah, wink yeah. type You're wink. like, you can't keep up type of wink. You know what I'm saying? I, I, <laughs> but I like the big payoff where it's someone shaking their head at you and you're just, I told but what, you. What's a big payoff? I told you though? is the most, is the you know? most fun thing to do is doing the I told you. But not having to say, just going like right. the Jordan when he hits the jump shot, <laughs> like last dance. It's like that is good. I haven't been. Any, I mean, the ones that I'm going to do this for are pretty big ones. Like certain days when like I talk a big game, and then maybe ten years from now, I'm like, I told you, you said <laughs> it was nuts. I told you this was going to happen. Yeah, that's going to be fun. And it's not to rub it in people's faces, but like with good friends. Yeah, that didn't doubt me, but it's just fun to be like. I've said eh, but they're not down with like no snooze right like but, once it starts getting it'll be like we said we we're gonna do it you know be like how'd you do it we said we're, i don't know <laughs> with like the workout thing i i can't wait to the day and it's all about the big payoff i don't know why but like we hit the beach and i'm not saying anything and you're like oh let's see the work now and you rip it off just i told you just, like just stepbrothers death. You never seen that. Never movie. seen it. I'm not a. Movie I haven't had. Man. I haven't had a carb in ten years or whatever he says. That was funny. I would laugh if I knew the reference, but all right, good stuff. Let us get into some questies. You good with that? I think. What time are we at? 
Yeah, Ghost News Night Edition. Yeah, we're rolling. Yep, we're Holy rolling. Holy hell. Yeah, that's all right. We're good. Um, so this one, what, Mike, what is this? Your Instagram name? Food Junkie? <laughs> so this one, not for nothing, and I know this person. I went to school with them. But how do you view the no snooze mindset? So it's kind of a strange question. It's very like how do who? What do you mean? How do we view? It? <laughs> I know that right. At five so, a.m. when we wake up. So because I I don't know exactly what he means by this, um, I'm gonna take it and kind of run with it in a direction that I think he's talking about. So Kelly with it. I view the no snooze mindset as something that we talk about, like not procrastinating, chasing dreams, blah, blah, blah. But the way I think about it would be the same reason I ask you every day, why do you continue to get up and go to work? Like for me, the no snooze thing is a part of my lifestyle. It's not an option, right? We go to work because we have no choice. We have to go to work, right? We have to go to work so then we can pay our bills, feed our families, pay our mortgages, pay our rent, whatever it is. For whatever reason, we get up every day and do some sort of work because of the payoff that's gonna happen, right? So no snooze for me is exactly that. The no snooze mindset, how I apply it to our business, our journey together, it's not an option to me. I don't know how something like this can fail unless you completely stop the journey. Because as long as we're continuing to progress and get better, we're winning. So that, to me, is how I view the no snooze mindset. Try to keep it short, but. Yeah, I, mine's super short. I think it comes down to getting things done, whether it's smaller goals, bigger goals. For us, it's pretty lofty goals. And the no snooze mindset is to kind of go at it with the tenacity uh, and not caring what anyone thinks of it. Um, because at the end of the day, you're looking at yourself. You know, you spend, I spend a lot of time by myself for work where it's just me. And it's, it's trained me for this scenario of being isolated from an office where I feel like I'm actually thriving because it's, I, I've been by myself. Obviously, I have a great support system with the company and mentors and friends and family. But, you know, I think I spend a lot more time by myself mm -hmm. uh, on a day to day in heated situations uh, high stress where you kind of, you find yourself. So for me, no snooze is, you know, depending on yourself and allowing people to depend on you and kind of being a leader and getting stuff done and making everyone around you better. Jordan-esque. Jordan-esque in the approach. That's a, that was a good answer. I thought you were going to give bad. me something short and sweet. Corny. Like, you, nah, I don't know. But that was that was very good, and I listened. I listened to that, so I, I like that. Trying, um, trying to captivate you. That's right. This one came from Kelsey. You got a famous person to go with it? Kelsey Ballerini. I'm getting into country. Thank wow. you for all the recommendations. Speaking of, you know why I'm getting into country? It's a very Brett, bizarre. Brett Young. I love Brett Young. That's what I was. Brett Young's about. great. Great. Uh, really. I'm great. Getting into country because I want my daughter to be in the country. Hmm. Nice. You know, it's funny. I have a, an extreme country playlist. Can't tell you what I really? listen to. Yeah. But Brett Young is heavy. I found him, I don't know, probably two, two years ago. Um, haven't, you know, listened to all his stuff, but there was one album that he was, he was phenomenal. Sleep Without You, right? Is Brett Young? Yes. They're such good singers. Country yes. singers are so good. And when you lock into the actual verbiage of it, you know, if you, even if some people, I guess you don't like the sound, but what they're saying is, is pretty good most of the time. I, 
have to say too, I've been getting heavy into like the mumble, not the mumble, but the new age rap. Oh yeah. I've been diving into the baby. The baby. Uh, uh, who's the other one? Gunna. Yeah. I forget who I listen to. NBA young or young NBA or whatever the guy's name is. <laughs> the longer and more confusing the name is, the more likely I'll like it. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, all right. So, and I want you to answer this one first. She wrote, what's more important to you, discipline or work ethic? Hmm. That's a good one. I think you, I think work ethics, discipline is a part of work ethic. You know, I think they're pretty interchangeable. I would say if you said one or the other, I think work ethic. Because you can be disciplined, but you could be not pushing hard enough. You know, you can be disciplined about getting up at 10 a.m. and going for a walk. But if you're getting up at, you know, you're not disciplined with getting up at the same time, but you're working like a banshee, I think in the long term, you'll be better off. It's not efficient. No, yeah, no, no. And, and you know what's funny is I think discipline to me is more important than work ethic because of pretty much, we do this a lot. We say like the same things different ways but have different yeah different styles i guess of saying it but i would say discipline because work ethic is something that i believe is derived from a discipline like you have to become a really good worker at whatever it is because of your own self-discipline so if i have take my dis i'd rather be disciplined because i can learn how to work hard Right. If I am so strategic and so oh, you only can have one or the other. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying. I would go discipline because I believe that I can through discipline, I can get the work ethic. Whereas you're saying yeah, work ethic, you can get they're kind of interchangeable. That's a yeah, tough one. Definitely. It's, it's a like tough saying, question. Definitely. You have Kelsey, I don't mean to I'll be negative about it, but it's like saying, hey, if you have a pizza, you want the cheese or the sauce. You need both, baby. Do you? Because if I if yeah. I take if to I have, have a salad, good pizza, you do. I love a good salad slice, brother. Salad so, pizza is tremendous. So, so right. that, so, right. that so did that you just make me. a fact? What? No. Did so you I'm, just make a fact? I'm actually quote. I'm actually eating a salad pizza after this, and I just crushed a plain slice before. So that pizza. you're the equivalent to salad pizza. Happens so to on be on the top, you look healthy, and then below, you're just a mush, <laughs> mush, mush, mush. mush. Uh, this is your favorite section here. Yes, would, news or not this news. Would you rather? Would you rather have a pause or a rewind button in your life? This oh. good one. Good one. Pause. Pause would be, I think, rewind. Like, you would be able to dominate stuff. Be like, all right, I just took that jump shot. I missed it. Let me rewind and nail it. That would, be, would it take the fun out of life, though? Maybe. I don't know. You hitting jumpers for game winners left and right <laughs> because you know you're like all right let's try it this time yep. you, no, it's, yeah it, it's a good I answer I think I take rewind and pause I would wouldn't help be helpful I would go pause because it's weird it's just weird like and I don't know I don't know why but if I think about it I think I would hit pause I wouldn't want to rewind my life because I think if I rewind my life and change how it went on that affects my future I want to create yeah. a future off of my own experiences but I would like to live in the moment a little bit more, right? So if I can live in a moment and I can hit pause and I'm just in that moment, 
I think I would do that versus – I mean, yeah, it would be great to go back to it, second grade and do it all over again. But No, no, I'm you, not saying going back to, like, second grade. I'm saying, like – No, what, I mean, whatever in, in life. Yeah, even if you can just go back to do something. I think I'm more focused on my experiences. And if, it, if I screw up, I screw up because I'm hoping that the screw up is going to affect the future. Mm. So that's why I would pause. I love that's when we when deep we say stuff. That. You're pretty good at that. I, I'm convinced. I would do a pause too. <laughs> rewind would. I think rewind would re, that's, that's rewind would ruin your life. Right. It's, it's yeah, tough. Because then if you rewind, you wouldn't be able to get back what you had. Mm-hmm. And I'm not the type that looks back very much. No, you don't at all. I'm like just keep going forward type of thing. All right, this one is this one is tough. Oh, then we talk about it on podcasts all the time about <laughs> our past. Right. I never look back. That's true. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Today we're really do we kind of... do we just come out come off come off <laughs> as the biggest bullshit? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Pardon my French. Um, would you rather get a paper cut every time you touched a paper item, or bite <laughs> your tongue every time oh. you ate? Oof. I would do the paper cut, and I would every go straight time? digital. Digital, straight right? digital, digital marketing, iPads. I have an but iPad imagine, now, so imagine that. Imagine that though. Bad. Any any piece of paper, paper cut, or any time you ate, you have to bite your tongue. Imagine you go to like confetti, it's like terrible. confetti hits you and just, yeah, yeah, just <laughs> terrible. <laughs> All right, la- last one here. Oh, I have two. I have two good ones, and I think I want to ask them both. You're scaring me. Would you rather hunt and butcher your own meat, or never eat meat ever again? Wow. Oh, oh I, I would hunt. Yeah? You think Look you, at me. I'm a hunter. I'm clearly a hunter. You're the gatherer. Um, <laughs> I just see, I don't know about the, I don't, definitely don't mind the, the butchering. Like that part, I don't mind. Like if it would be difficult. If it's dead, if it's dead and I have to butcher it up, not a problem. Blood, guts, all that stuff. Gory, I don't mind. But to kill an animal that's actually alive in front of me. We might I, have to cut this because meat is going to kill us. I think I got to go vegan here, bro. I, I don't think I can ever eat meat again. I think now is one of the best times in the world, times in history to go vegan. So did I do it again? I'd switch. Yep, I'm convinced. <laughs> I'm convinced. I can't go vegan. One of my ear pods went out, by the way. So we're on the clock. All right. No, we're good. We're good. Um, we, we can you convince me, though. We you can um, me. Three questions so far. <laughs> yeah. uh, so this one, I was going to ask. Yeah, I'll ask it because your wife is going to love this one. Oh, God. Would you rather spend one day a week cleaning your worst enemy's toilet <laughs> or never be able to ask your wife or anyone else to clean your house? W- one day a week forever? Forever. <laughs> Or you have to never clean. be able to ask anyone you, to clean the you house. Have, you have to clean the house by yourself every single time you have to clean anything. And you can't ask for help. Yeah. Or you got to show up once a week to your worst enemy's house to clean the toilet. I'd take the ladder. I'd clean yeah. my own house. Yep. I knew it. Dana, that one was Keep a for small you. house. Dana, take the gun, put it to his head, and tell him. You either go to, you either go to your enemy, you either go to your enemy, or you have to clean this house and get it done. So he's going to choose the ladder for you. Um, so this now brings us to my personal favorite part of the epi, Dave's Dime of the Week. Dimes, dimes, dimes. Whether you think you can 
or you think you can't, you're right. That was good. It's my guy. Your pen, the way you throw that pen around demands power. It's impressive. Do you do this in your meetings? Yes, 100%. Yeah, it's good. It's a good move. I'm a big this guy with my hands. I need to find a pen. I do I do this. I do That's a lot good of... to show the hands. I'm I don't have many items in front of me. I have one though. And I have a very important <laughs> one. So I'm gonna say it again and give for once, I'm gonna give Frank Pirelli the fourth. I had to think about it because there's a fifth, my godson, mm-hmm. kids a cutie, little stud, best dressed toddler I've seen in a very long time. If you don't sweat yourself, no one else will. I love it, but you did not introduce. <laughs> you didn't even introduce your. Because I was so fired up, and I had a spoon in my hand, and, and everyone threw knows this Miguelito's mantras. And if I didn't screw it up, it wasn't a mantra. Ito, Ito, Claudio's Quintos. Oh, here we go. We got Claudio's. What is Quintos. Claudio's, Mister? I don't want to be on the pod. Winning doesn't always mean being first. Winning means doing better than you did before. Bonnie Bonnie Blair, speed skater. Okay, so Claudio's Quintos. Um, We'll start calling him Bonnie Blair. Yeah, Bonnie Blair. I like that. So, Mike, hit us with heat on the feet. So, uh, clearly I'm going with the duck theme today because we had Ducksbury made with the the pizza paddle. And then I got my Ducks, Mighty Ducks, great movie, Dave, if you haven't watched it. Oh, Charlie Conway. Am I in? You're in, kid. You're in. What is the name? I don't see a duck. Bonus, it's on the front. Oh, okay, okay. You you actually, yes, I do now. If you could be one animal, I think you would be a duck. Be a duck? Um, (laughs) A Mighty Duck. A Mighty Duck. If you... If you can name Gordon Bombay's nickname in the movie Mighty Ducks, I will give you $100. Gordon Bombay. Don't help. No help. Wait, Gordon Bombay. That's not Fulton. That's the coach. What? That's the coach. Okay, so that – If you that... get this, I'm going to lose my mind. Wait, Put a shot clock on. Wait, wait, wait. I'm putting a shot so, clock. I don't what, trust you. What is, what is the question here. again? I got you. I'm not – Gordon I'm... Bombay – Coach's nickname in the movie. The coach. I'm gonna start quizzing you on movies and betting you money. I know this one too. I put a hundred on it too. Wow. You have. have, I'm starting the clock. You have 24 seconds. 24. And you cannot look at your phone. No. Coach. So this is the coach. People are screaming at their. I know. This is bad. Watching this. This is this is really bad. This is a new segment. It's called the shot clock. (laughs) This is the shot clock. I like this. No. I'm not on it. I'm not going to get it. Ten seconds. And not Goldberg, because Goldberg is the take goalie. A, take a guess. What's the worst? Coach. Bombay is the Minnesota mm. miracle man. Wow. I wouldn't have got that. I wouldn't have got that. I'm 0 for 1 in the shot clock. New Seggy. I like it. The, the Minnesota clock. miracle man, Mike? I hope I'm right. I'm pretty sure that's it. You would know the Minnesota miracle man. Because that's one of the most – the best opening scenes is him – Crowd's going wild, and then he blows out his knee. Wow. Uh, And I've actually seen that movie. That's one of three that I've seen. We were talking about content before we hopped on this. Maybe we do one where you watch a movie for the first time. (laughs) I do, too. Like, we watch – I've never seen Forrest Gump. Yeah, I don't know how. I've seen that movie. Uh, We need to find what we both haven't seen. Maybe we watch it, and then we'll cut it up. Deal. I'm with it. Until next time.
Stop snoozing. Get up and get after it. My man. Pizza time for real. Get your pizza game up, Michael. That's another Effie in the Books. Go follow us on Instagram and Facebook at No Snooze Podcast. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, No Snooze. Come on. Come on. If you want to inquire about potential sponsorship and or collaboration, reach out to us at nosnoozepodcast at gmail.com or message our Instagram page, which is at nosnoozepodcast.